This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. This week in Brattleboro history, we are focusing on the Hinsdale Raceway. The racetrack was located across the Connecticut River, but it employed many people from the Brattleboro area. The raceway opened up August 14, 1958. The harness track for horses was a half a mile long. The enclosed grandstand and clubhouse could accommodate 6,000 visitors and there was parking for 4,000 cars. When the track began, it was exclusively designed to be a horse track and there were stables for 800 horses. In 1958, Hinsdale Raceway was the only racetrack around, but in 1963, the Green Mountain Park opened in Pownall, Vermont, and gave Hinsdale some competition. The Hinsdale Raceway continued to be a popular destination for Massachusetts and Connecticut people throughout the 1960s. On September 7, 1967, the racetrack had the largest amount of money bet during one day of racing, when $349,000 were wagered on the horse races. The largest crowd for the races was in 1972 when over 10,000 fans jammed into the raceway. By the mid-70s interest in the harness, racing was going down while the cost of running a small track was going up. So they added greyhound racing and ran dogs all year round. Horse and dog racing continued at the Hinsdale track until 1985 when the last harness race was run on July 28th. Dog racing continued until December 15, 2008. There isn't much at the track location anymore. The grandstand and clubhouse have been torn down and the foundations have been pulverized and sit in small pieces on the property. Peggy Maxfield worked at the track when it was both a harness track for horses and a greyhound track. She shares a few of her memories. I started working at the racetrack in 1981 when I was in high school. It was a great part-time job for many students in Hinsdale and the surrounding towns. We were able to meet friends from Winchester, New Hampshire, Chesterfield, New Hampshire, and Brattleboro, Vermont. All worked there on the weekends around their school and sports activities. The work that we did was food service, but there was also animal care from lead outs for the dogs to helping with the horses. The track provided a lot of different opportunities for folks to work, whether they owned horses or trained horses, whether they trained the dogs later on after 1985 when they switched to just dogs, and drew a lot of different people. People came to Hinsdale Raceway from all over New England. There were regulars that showed up every week from Holyoke, Mass, and from Springfield, Mass, or northern New Hampshire, or other parts of Vermont. As the tracks closed around New England, Hinsdale was one of the ones that was left, and so we really had people coming from all over. As a kid, I remember long lines of cars going home. You always knew when the racetrack had finished because the cars would all be heading south down to uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut. There was a real difference between the horse people and the dog people as we referred to them. The horses only ran for a few months in the summer and then the dogs ran for the rest of the year and so there were always different crowds. We drew from different areas but the track was a really important monetary investment in the town of Hinsdale and allowed folks to have second jobs and to have um, part-time work that they could use to support their families and almost anybody you spoke with had a connection to Hinsdale Raceway. Now what were some skills that you picked up as a teenager? Customer service was a big one, having to uh, work with all the crowds and different people, having to work very quickly. After working in food service for a while I sold tickets on when people were betting and so you'd have to work very quickly in order to um, punch all the tickets in before the bell went off and the race was going. Worked in the money room there which meant we had to uh, count lots of money 
over $100,000 worth of money many times, and we'd have to keep it organized and keep records for all of that. And so what do you do now? I teach math. It's always all about the math. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to get that in there. We'd like to thank Aiden, Ryan, and Jason for researching, Isaac, Ryan, and Taylor for reading, and Miss Maxfield for sharing this week in Brattleboro history. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.